Welcome to the Healing Your Soul podcast with Katie Souza. This program is designed for those eager for the supernatural to flow in their lives, as well as to have a healthy soul. Would you join Katie as she shares from scripture and experience the critical importance of a well soul? We've got a great new episode planned for you, so let's dive into today's show. Offense is a sin that can wound your soul and then cause you to be sick. Let's look at at some more biblical proof in James 5, okay? It says this, Then now confess to one another, therefore, your faults, your slips, your false steps, your offenses, and your sins, and pray for one another that you would be healed. So in this verse, it kind of breaks down some of the different types of sins that could have caused the sickness. And it lists offenses as one of them. In the Bible, offenses refers to sin, but the word offense also means to be offended. That's saying here that when you confess your offenses to one another, you will be healed. Healed of what? Well, I looked it up. Does it mean just spiritually healed? Does it mean, you know, healed in your mind? Does it mean, what does it mean? I looked up the word healed there, and it means to be healed of diseases. Meaning, when you get healed of the sins of offense, you will be healed of the diseases that came upon you when you took part in that sin. Now, offense is not only a sin that makes you sick, but offense also hinders you from receiving supernatural empowerment from Jesus to get well. You want a miracle, but you're offended. An offense stops the miracle realm from being open to heal you. Let me prove it. Remember the story in Matthew 13 where Jesus goes to his hometown and he begins to teach in the synagogue and everybody's like amazed and saying, wow, who's this guy? Don't we know his family? You know, where did he get all these powers? And Jesus responded then by saying, a prophet is not without honor except in his own hometown. And then he says this, and he did not do many miracles there because of their lack of faith. See, the Bible says that it was because of their lack of faith that Jesus was unable to perform miraculous healings in his hometown. But guess what? It was not only the sin of unbelief that blocked the miracle healings. It was the sin of offense. Listen to the whole story in verse 54. It says, coming into his own hometown, Jesus began to teach the people in their synagogue, and they were amazed. Where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers, they asked. Isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother's name Mary, and aren't his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas with us? Aren't his sisters with us? Where then, where then did this man get all these things? And then verse 57 says this, and they took offense at him, and he did not do many miracles there. Ouch. It wasn't just lack of faith that shut down the miracle power. It was the sin of offense. They were offended at Jesus. And because of that, he could could not do the miraculous healings that he would normally do there. See, the church right now is sick, and we're praying for healing. And we're believing it, and we're decreeing it. We've got our Bibles out. We've got our scriptures. By his stripes we are healed. God sent his word and healed them. And we're quoting our scriptures, and we're fasting, and we're praying, and we're decreeing and believing, and nothing's happening. You know why? Because simultaneously while we're fasting and praying and decreeing and believing, we are being offended at our spouse. 
or at our neighbor or at our pastor or at somebody. You're believing for healing, but you're being angry and offended at the same time. And the sin of offense shuts down the miracle realm. Are you with me? You got quiet. Is that because you're convicted? <laughs> I hope. No. Are you with me? So how do we get healed of these wounds that come from our constant offense? I got to go back to the same, I'm preaching the same message over and over again. Two things. This is a simple message. It's all about Jesus. It's about his cross and his resurrection. The blood from the cross and the dunamis power that comes from the resurrection. You see, sometimes we need both. We've been only pleading the blood. And that's why, let me, let me just tell you this. That's why when you get offended at somebody, be really bothered, and then after a while you go, okay, God, I'm convicted. I'm sorry, I'm offended at them. I repent for being offended, and I forgive that person I'm offended at. And you spend time in your closet, right, repenting and forgiving. Repenting for being bothered, repenting for being offended, and forgiving that person. And then what happens? You walk out of your closet, you're all proud of yourself, you think, okay, I did the right thing, Christian thing. Okay, you get in your car, you go to the grocery store to go shopping, you walk in there, and there in the corner of that store is that woman who has been talking about you this whole time that you're offended at. And as soon as you see her, you go like this. <laughs> Why do you do that? Didn't you just repent and forgive? Why do you feel like that when you see her? Why do you go, <laughs> as soon as you see her? Because you put the blood on the sin but you never put the dunamis on the wound that sin made. That wound is still there making you hate that person's guts. So you go back in your closet, Lord, I'm so sorry. I can't stop thinking about how much I can't stand that person. I'm so sorry and I repent and I forgive them again for the 15th time this month. And you go back in your closet over and over again. You feel so convicted because you can't stop hate, being a hater in your mind. But it's because there was still a wound there. You didn't stay in your closet and participate and take a hold of the blood from the cross and the dunamis power from the resurrection. you got to start pleading that over your soul just as much as you plead the blood. Because if you had, you would have received the power of dunamis inside of you. You would have become what dunamis means, excellent of soul. And next time you see that woman in the grocery store, you'd be like, girlfriend! I love you. I know, you love me too, I love you back, and you'll mean it. So I wanna tell you a couple stories. I'll wrap myself off, that way you'll feel better. I'll tell you a couple stories about offense and how we got sick because of it. Remember it says when you confess your offenses to one another, you'll be healed of diseases. That's what that means. And that word disease incorporates a lot of things like bacteria, illnesses, ailments, viruses. Well, I've noticed, like I've said many times, that people who get the flu or flu-like symptoms or bacterial diseases or disorders or infections or viruses are people that are wounded in their soul, that people um, are, have offense in them, I see, a lot of people having those kind of disorders. So a couple years back, we got our first-hand encounter with that. My husband and I, uh, we had just started the ministry not too long before that. And um, 
a guy had emailed us and uh, put in a, for a bid that we had put in for a printing job. We had a couple different people put in this bid for the printing job. And when we got all the bids, we realized oh, it was too much and we didn't want to do the job, so we didn't do it. <laughs> well, anyway, so we dropped that job and then a, about a year later or so, we got really our first level of exposure in media and on television and our ministry exploded to a new level and we were doing a lot more business and spending a lot more money because we were doing a lot more tasks. And at that time, I remember my husband got a anonymous email sent to him uh, from a guy who was not nice at all in the email. You could tell he was very upset and very wounded. And he was telling us what horrible people we were and, and we were horrible Christians and we weren't real Christians. And he said other choice comments that I won't share right now. But he kind of went on and on about that. Well, let me just give you a warning. Never send my husband an anonymous email because he's like a computer genius. In like five seconds, he'll know exactly who you are. <laughs> so he gets on the internet and goes, he goes, oh, honey. It's one of those guys that put in for the printing bid. And I went, oh, he must have gotten wounded because we didn't pick his business to, to do the job. But we, you know, we didn't pick any business, but it must have bothered him. I said, just answer the email, honey. Just, you know, repent to him. Tell him we're sorry. Ask him if we can do anything. Ask him to share his heart. And so my husband does, but he doesn't tell the guy he knows who he is because he doesn't want to embarrass him, right? So he sits there and he writes a nice email. Oh, we got your email. We're so sorry if we've offended you in any way. If we've sinned against you, we really want to know about it. Would you please, you know, communicate with us? Tell us what we've done because we want to repent to you. And we wish you all the best and all the wellness. You know, please respond to my email. So the guy does respond, but he doesn't respond with, yeah, you did this for that. He responds with, no, you're not sorry. You don't want to do anything. You know, you guys don't want to ask for my forgiveness. You know, and he went on and on, and he was very, very angry. Well, my husband, you know, answered another. He, he answered back, no, no, really. We are sorry if you would just communicate with us in process and let us know what it is we did to, you know, harm you. We would like to repent to you. Just please uh, let us know. Share your heart with us. He writes back again, and it got even worse. You don't mean a word you're saying. You're a bunch of false Christians. You know, he went on and on in this email. Well, pretty soon it started an email war. <laughs> and my husband was like, hooked like a fish. <laughs> Couldn't stop emailing this guy. And the e I could hear the keyboards pounding harder every time. And he was getting more and more bothered until finally my husband got offended. He got offended. So he would come out of the office and he would be ranting about this guy. Right? He goes, oh, that guy emailed me again. I can't believe him. Here I am and I wrote all these nice emails to him. I didn't even tell him I knew who he was. And I'm sitting there begging him to receive, you know, our, our sorry, our forgiveness, to tell us to share his heart. And all he's doing is just disparaging and saying this and that. That guy is horrible. And I looked at my husband and I go, be careful. He's offended, but we can't get offended. You know, we can't let ourselves get offended. So watch out. And he goes, oh, whatever. Goes back and the email war continues. <laughs> right? And they go back and forth. And this went on for like a month. A month until my husband was completely offended. I mean, every day he would start ranting and raving about this guy. He would get out of his office and walk into the house and be like, oh, I can't believe it. I got another email from that guy. He's not a real Christian. A real Christian would never act like that. This is just too much and he better stop it. 
And he's starting to rant, right? And now as he's doing this ranting thing, it's like I'm feeling me getting offended. And I'm looking at him going, you need to stop getting offended because now I'm getting offended because you're offended. <laughs> and it just went on and on. It was just full out war. It's all I heard about for like over a month, right? So then one weekend, we are home. I wasn't on tour for a change. We decided we were going to visit my stepdad uh, out in Sun City. So we're like sleeping in that morning. I'm thinking everything is calm, but oh no, it's the calm before the storm, <laughs> right? I'm laying in bed, and you know how you can feel the energy, come, the attitude coming off of somebody? I'm laying calmly in bed. My husband's asleep. But as soon as his eyes popped open, <laughs> I knew he had just woken up, man. I felt it. I was like, right? And he ping, he opened his eyes, and he puts his leg and swings it out of the bed. And as he did, he goes, that guy! <laughs> and he goes, I dreamed about that guy all night! <laughs> And he's like stomping to the bathroom, right? And he goes, I tell you, he better stop it or I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> and he gets to the bathroom door, right? And all of a sudden he stops to the bathroom door and he flips around and he looks at me and his entire countenance changes and he goes, huh, all of a sudden, I feel really sick like I'm getting the flu. Ooh, as soon as he said that, I got so mad, right? I felt the offense rise up in me. And I looked at him and I said, you are getting sick because you let yourself get offended. <laughs> and as soon as I said it, a wave of the flu hit me. Instantly, I'm so serious. Instantly, my muscles ached, I started sweating. My, I had a fever, my glands swole up. I felt that queasy, like spinny feeling and I knew I got in the flu. And that made me even more mad. I looked at him and said, and now I'm sick because oh, I got offended that you were offended. <laughs> it was horrible, but we know what to do. So we get in the car, right? We pack all our stuff and we have to drive like 45 minutes to my stepdad's. And so we're in the car, and we did the two steps. We sat there, and we started with the blood, and we just went like, Lord, you know what? We repent for being offended at that guy, and for keep on playing into it, and for writing the emails to him, and for thinking offended thoughts about him, and being judgmental and critical and bothered. We repent for that. We forgive that guy for being offended. Lord, we ask that you forgive his sin offense so that he doesn't get sick. And then I said, they're going, God, I repent for getting offended at my husband because he was getting offended. And I, I repent for that, and I forgive my husband for being offended. And we went through the whole thing with the blood. And then we didn't stop there. We went to the next step. We said, now, God, now we're going to just apply dunamis power. We know dunamis comes from the resurrection, that it makes us excellent of soul. It's the oil of the anointing that's poured out of people when they pray for the sick. And it's going to heal us of everything in our soul that came, all the wounds that came from those sins of offense. And we just prayed that the whole way. And then we, we, we pull in right as we're finishing. 
And I didn't have time to check to see how my husband felt or anything like that. We jumped out of the car. We got the dogs out and everything else. Take it in the house. I'm unpacking all the stuff. And all of a sudden I'm going like this. And I'm checking my body. And the fever is gone. The swelling in my throat is completely disappeared. No more pain in my muscles. The flu was absolutely gone. I'd been delivered in 45 minutes of just praying for my soul. So I'm in there, and I'm like, I wonder how my husband feels. So he's doing something. I go into the living room. I sit down on the couch, and my husband's just so nonchalant about the things of the spirit. I'm like, charismatic Kate, and he's like, Robert. <laughs> so he comes in. I'm sitting on the couch, right, and he walks in like this. He goes, well, I'm healed. Just like that. Right now there's people watching this telecast and they are completely offended at someone and you're sick right now. Sick at the same time. And you've been praying and you're so frustrated, so exhausted and tired. Why isn't Jesus doing a miracle for you? You read about the miracles in the Bible. You know they exist. And you desperately need one for yourself, and you're not getting it, and maybe it's because you have become offended at someone. And it's shutting down the miracle power of Jesus. Amen? So how do we get healed of these wounds that come from our constant offense? So you need to start with the blood always. But you can't stop there. You can't stop there. Because our sins of offense have made wounds in our soul... And we need to have those wounds healed. And the specific power that does that is the dunamis power that comes from the resurrection. Paul said, Philippians 3.10, I want to know him and the power, dunamis, of his resurrection. That word dunamis means what? Excellence of soul. That's what it means in the Greek. Excellence of soul. It makes your soul excellent. It heals the wounds that came from the sins of offense. Now just, just start to put the blood on that particular situation. I'll, I'll start to lead you in prayer right now. Say, Lord Jesus, I repent for being offended at that person. I need your blood right now. Take your blood, wash me clean of my sin of offense. I am so, so sorry Jesus, that I have been judgmental and critical and backbiting and offended at a person. Please wash me of my sin. I need your blood to atone for the sin in my soul. I receive your blood right now. And I believe that it's washing me clean of every sin of offense that could ever wound me. And I forgive the person I am offended at. Lord, wash their sin with your blood so that they don't get sick. I forgive them now. And I believe that you will heal them too. And I decree it. In the name of Jesus, say amen.
I release my oil of anointing of dunamis. Said so if you're sick, go to the spiritual heads of the church. Well, I'm going to release what I have for you right now. Oil of anointing. I decree it right now. It's being paired with your anointing of dunamis. Going to your soul to heal your soul of every wound that came from being offended. Came from being offended. Receive the oil of the anointing along with the prayer of faith that right now your soul is being filled with dunamis. You are excellent of soul. I decree it right now. The oil of the anointing of dunamis flowing out even into the audience watching our program right now to receive healing in their souls right now. Everyone in this building and watching right now to receive healing in your soul right now with the power of the oil of anointing of dunamis. You are excellent of soul. You are wounded no more in the name of Jesus, I decree. The anointing of dunamis going deep into your soul right now to heal you of every woundedness that's making you sick in the name of Jesus now. Right now. In the name of Jesus now. Right now in Jesus' name. You just keep on releasing that anointing of dunamis inside you right now. Right now. So now I decree that you are healed of the wounds in your soul that came from the sins of offense. And now I speak to every pain, every disease, every illness, every ailment, every virus, every bacteria in your body. And I command it to die right now in the name of Jesus. I said die in the name of Jesus. I command every spirit of affliction and infirmity to loose you now in Jesus' name. I command you to be well, be healed, and be whole in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can stay up to date with what we're doing at katiesouza.com or on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. Thanks for spending your time with us. God bless.